Hey everybody, this is Alex. Hey, it's Natasha. And we are here to talk just for a second about Extra Crunch, TechCrunch's subscription product. Extra Crunch is where a lot of our best analysis and follow-up stories lives. We focus a lot on startups, building, and even poke fun here and there. It's true. I also write a daily column called The Exchange that's over on Extra Crunch. And the good news is, if you don't have EC access yet, we have a deal for you. Yes, you can use, I think, the best code there is. So don't tell anyone who doesn't listen to Equity because they're not invited. The code is Equity, all caps, for 50% off your Extra Crunch subscription. So head over to techcrunch.com slash subscribe. Use that code. Make us look good internally. We say thanks across the internet. And now let's do a show. Hey, everybody. This is Alex, and you are listening to Equity Monday on a Tuesday, the 19th of 2021. This is our show that kicks off your week with a look at what is going on in the worlds of technology and startups and markets. Now, we're here on a Tuesday because in America, we took yesterday off to celebrate one of our best, Martin Luther King. But we are back and ready to rock as always because there is a lot to get through. We're going to start with a look back at the weekend, take a peek at this morning's news, and then chat through the most intriguing new startup funding rounds from the last couple of days. Let's go. The weekend was pretty busy with kind of a mishmash of news topics. So what I've done is just grabbed the things that I think you absolutely need to know. So Kicking off, GitHub said that it made a mistake in the firing of a Jewish employee, is offering that worker their job back, and that its head of HR is resigning. Now, if you're behind on this, the saga comes after the employee was fired for warning, as The Verge puts it, quote, colleagues in Washington, D.C. to stay safe from Nazis. This, of course, is harkening back to the U.S. insurrection the other day. Now, news of the firing kind of spilled over onto social media and made a lot of noise, created a lot of negative attention for Microsoft because Microsoft owns GitHub. Anyways, I'm not surprised that the employee got their job back. They really did deserve to. But I am kind of surprised the head of HR is leaving the company. I wonder if that's symbolic or not. Also this weekend, news broke that Sequoia Capital will invest in Auto One Group ahead of the latter company's IPO. The deal values the German auto trading service at around $7.2 billion, according to Bloomberg. I'm bringing this up because I hadn't heard of Auto One Group before today, so shame on me. But as an apology to Germany, there's more news from the country, including that German startup Personio, which offers SMB and mid-market HR software, has raised $125 million in a round that values it at around $1.7 billion post money, according to TechCrunch. And Reuters is reporting that Grab, the Southeast Asian food delivery and ride-hailing Goliath, could pursue a U.S. IPO in 2021, that is this year. And Reuters reports that Grab could raise as much as $2 billion in the debut. You know, look, given how hot the U.S. IPO market is, why wouldn't Grab go public here? Does it not want a bunch of free money? I mean, I would. And we're biased because we want to read the S1 filing. So Grab, if you hear this, please file tomorrow. We'd love to see the numbers. All right, so turning to what is on the wires this morning, India's government is annoyed that WhatsApp's new privacy policy, which incidentally is sending fistfuls of users to rival startup services, offers users in Europe better data protection rules. Or as TechCrunch reported this morning, the nation's IT minister asked, quote, why users in the EU are exempt from the new privacy policy, but their counterpoint in India has no choice but to comply. WhatsApp essentially has shot itself in its foot by declaring its intention to make data sharing between Facebook and WhatsApp, previously something you could opt out of, mandatory. 
Now, it's been pushed back a little bit, but the backlash is pretty extreme. And uh, to show you what kind of impact this decision by Facebook is having in the market, here's a headline, a recent one, from the Indian Express. Signal Telegram, colon, how to stop getting alerts every time a new contact joins. Ah, that's tough. The lesson here for startups, I think, is pretty simple. It goes like this. If your business is majority ads driven, you will eventually strangle your own products in the name of growth. And the other good example of this, of course, is Google's web search product. Also, in brief, it was announced this morning that Citrix is buying Rike, that's W-R-I-K-E, for $2.25 billion. Rike makes product management software on a SaaS basis, kind of just a big old software company. And it was sold to private equity back in 2018 and will now have a new corporate home. I honestly doubt this will be the last bit of M&A news out this week. Let's see if that prediction holds up. Oh, and the American stock market is set to rebound this morning after a dismal last week. That's a little bit of good news going into Tuesday. Funding rounds. Well, there were a lot from the last couple of days. It's actually been hard to pick amongst the group for my favorites. So here's three that I think you should know about. TechCrunch covered a round from French startup LeoCare, a 15 billion euro round that saw inputs from Felix Capital, Ventech, and Daphne. What is LeoCare? Well, it's an insure tech play hoping to make insurance products more user-friendly via an app because insurance could actually use a UI. I agree with that. All right. TechCrunch also covered a neat round from Pipro, P-P-R-O, Pupro, Pipro, unclear. It's worth $180 million at a valuation of $1 billion, so quite a nice investment there. Per our own Ingrid London, the company is, quote, a London-based startup that has built a platform to make it easier for marketplaces, payment providers, and other e-commerce players to enable localized payments. There's apparently no number of payments companies in the private markets that is too many. There's always room for more and more money. I don't know why that's the case, but it seems to be actually true. And finally, TechCrunch covered a neat round for Darwin Box, which sells, as we reported, quote, a cloud-based human resource management platform. It has a fresh $15 million via Salesforce Ventures, which stuck out to me as a little bit odd because Darwin Box is based in India and Salesforce is not. So Salesforce Ventures is now investing internationally, and I didn't know it was doing that. Data point. There you go. Closing out today, let's talk about crypto for just a minute. Surely you have heard about the latest crypto bull run. All your friends who had some coins pre-rally are now insufferable once again, which of course is actually just fine. That's how speculation works during a broad market rally. Regardless, a couple of things that are worth your time. Bloomberg reported this morning that according to Bank of America customers, quote, for the first time since 2017, Bitcoin is the world's most crowded trade. Back in 2017, of course, was when Bitcoin last rallied sharply and then collapsed. Who knows? Also, a Medium article hit Twitter, the saga of a trader who made a big bundle of money holding Bitcoin through the recent rally. Then they sold, and they did so after doing some research into the world's Bitcoin markets, and specifically Tether, a stable coin of sorts that people often use to buy Bitcoin. Now, I've linked to this article in the show notes over on TechCrunch, but if you're not on your desktop, you can just Google the bit short, and that will take you to it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's worth reading. It's an interesting piece. And also this morning, Ether, the token associated with Ethereum's blockchain, reached an all-time high. And of course, Bitcoin remains at historically elevated levels. Now, everyone looks real smart in a broad asset rally. Just make sure that you're speculating with money that you can afford to lose. And that is Equity Tuesday for January 19th, 2021. The show is back in all its usual glory on Thursday afternoon or Friday morning, depending on where you are in the world. In the meantime, please stay safe, stay cool. Bye.